Hi, I'm Jenny Bryson, and you are listening to Expanding Consciousness. Before we begin, I'd like to cover a few housekeeping items. Well, it's true that consciousness is expanding for everyone right now. If you can say from personal experience exactly what this feels like and exactly what this does for them, this podcast is an experiential journey complete with a travel agent, a guide, and many important and fascinating stops along the way. So buckle up and head out with me now. Our destination is beyond the veil. Now I'd like to introduce a new section to this podcast called Ponderings. And Ponderings are concepts or ideas ideas that are worth the time to allow them to simmer within your being, just to let them sit with you for a while and to consider them. And and as you do so, some of these concepts then will begin to push out and expand your consciousness into new areas. These ponderings are not in any specific order. So something that might not resonate with you today might resonate more with you six months from now as you move further along this continuum of consciousness. This particular episode is about consciousness in general and the activity of dreams and how the two work together to manifest your reality. When something unusual happens to you and you say to yourself, I must be dreaming, and you begin to wonder if it's real, and you might say to someone, pinch me. In those moments, it may be more possible for you to embrace the things that I'm about to say to you. Because underlying everything, and I mean everything that happens in our daily lives, both good and what you would consider to be bad, underlying everything is the truth that we create our own reality. You create your own reality, I create my own reality. Plain and simple. This is very difficult to understand because we've been conditioned along different lines through our entire lives. But this very concept is what you need to understand in order to manifest your best life. And I'm going to try and give you some information now that can help you to understand this concept. First, though, I want to talk a little bit about why it may be difficult for us to understand concepts such as this. And I want to talk a little bit first about neural pathways. And I'm not a scientist and I'm not a biologist and I've never studied neural pathways. So when I speak to you about neural pathways today, I want it to be in the form of an analogy only. I'm using the term neural pathways simply as an analogy, okay? Whether this is biologically accurate or not, I cannot tell you. This is an analogy. We have For the purpose of this discussion, I'm going to say pathways in our brain. But as we move along in the understanding of consciousness, you'll begin to understand that our brain is not what we think it is. Our brain is more of a receiver and a transmitter. But 
in order for you to understand the concept that I think is very important at this point, we're going to call these pathways in our brain for this explanation. And these pathways are what we use to arrive at understandings and to not only understand concepts, but to begin to create concepts, create ideas. These pathways are also how we bring in imagination as a form of impetus for creativity. So these pathways, we're going to refer to them as neural pathways, but I want you to envision when thinking of them as a pathway through a forest. And this pathway is very clear and clean and very easy to travel. And while it might be dim during the traveling, you see the light at the end of the tunnel and you're moving toward it. You're taking a pathway that is well-traveled, very familiar to you, well-maintained, very clean, no obstacles. And you're taking that pathway to the light that you see at the end. And you do this every single day, every moment of your life. You take these pathways that are clean and well-traveled. But what we never understood or what was missing from our picture of, of life is that there are infinite number of pathways to infinite number of light at the end of the tunnel, we'll say. Infinite number of pathways to an infinite number of possibilities or probabilities. The thing is, the pathways we do not take on a regular basis, remember, think of this as a pathway through the forest, those pathways that are not traveled become overgrown and they become full of obstacles such that when you, when you have a choice between two pathways and one is pristine and well-maintained and beautiful and inviting and the other is overgrown with bush and brambles and thorns and stickers and bugs and critters and everything else, we naturally want to take the path of least resistance. And that's how we arrive at our concepts and our beliefs and our ideas and our creativity. We tend to take the path of least resistance. Well, it's important to understand that there are forces at work in this world in which we live that would like to guide us into certain beliefs and certain ways of living that create a state in which it's easier for certain people to have power over others. In order to do this, this force completely understands the nature of reality that I'm explaining to you now. And this force then uses what it understands in order to create or to manifest the experience of its desire. And the experience of this force's desire just happens to be one of power, in which this force maintains power over all of the other forces which happen to be you and I. So this force understands the nature of reality and this force understands that we take the path of least resistance. And how does a path stay maintained? Well, it stays maintained with regular use. How does a path become overgrown? It becomes overgrown when it's never used. And so this force, this greater force that understands the nature of reality says, well, I'm going to keep these paths open and these paths well-maintained because I want all of these other forces that are beneath me to ultimately arrive at the lights at the end of these paths, the lights being the concepts, the lights being the understandings, the beliefs, the ideas. This greater force understands the nature of reality 
and maintains those paths in which it wants you and I to follow. And how does it do it? It does it with the information that it feeds to us on a daily basis, whether it's the television that we watch, the news that we listen to, the movies that we see in Hollywood, the books that we're allowed to read, the conversations that we're allowed to have on social media. All of these things are controlled by this greater force such that we are more likely to take these paths of least resistance that lead to particular lights, which are the lights that this particular force needs in order to maintain its power its governance over the forces which are you and I. So in the meantime, these other paths, which lead to other concepts and other ideas, many of them are ideas of freedom and self-empowerment and complete and total health and happiness and joy and a fulfilled life. These paths are intentionally left to become overgrown so that the majority of us will not be likely to take them. And the majority of us will continue to take the well-maintained paths that lead us into an experience of being controlled and not being able to exercise our freedoms that we're born with. But the thing we have to understand is that every day, every moment, we choose which path to take. We don't have to continue to take the path of least resistance. We can look at some of these other paths that have become overgrown and we can begin to clear them such that we can get to the end of them and see the light that is their concepts, which provide us oftentimes with a sense of empowerment, a sense of wonderment, a sense of joy. And there are paths that lead to perfect health. And those paths are available to us. Not only are they available to us, but they're obvious to us on some level of our consciousness, which we may be considered to be unconscious at times. We are aware of the exact paths that we need to take in order to reach perfect health or in order to manifest certain ideas that might bring us joy. So the information that I'm going to be explaining to you now is obscured because it lies at the end of one of these paths that have become overgrown. And we have been intentionally lured away from those paths. I also think it's important to note at this time that some of the more well-maintained paths lead to lights that might not necessarily be true. And one of those paths may in fact be the history of our very existence. We may have followed a well-maintained, easy-to-travel path into the understanding of our very existence, and that path may have led us away from the understanding of our existence that we really need to have in order to manifest our best life. Now remember, the information I'm telling you is down a path that's difficult to travel. So it may be very difficult for you now to grasp this. It may be uncomfortable, it may cause you different emotions, and that's because this analogy of a neural pathway that I've been given to you has become, these, these pathways have become atrophied. They've always been there, but because of a force that wants to maintain power, certain neural pathways have become atrophied. And that's why this information creates such dissonance. This is not the information that you find down the pathways that you've traveled often but this is the information that you must understand in order to manifest. 
And when I say manifest, I'm referring to creating your own reality. And this could lead to benefits in regard to health, relationships, abundance, joy, excitement. So now, again, you create your own reality. And this is done through consciousness. A true understanding of consciousness has been obscured for our entire lives, so, such that we do not understand the extent of consciousness and how it affects the life that we live. We don't have a consciousness. We are a consciousness. And as such, we create every moment of every day the life that we want to live. And if we're not happy with it, we don't understand that we created it, but we created it very likely due to false beliefs and ideas that are living just below the surface of our waking consciousness. So let's talk a little bit about consciousness. Everything is conscious. Everything. There's nothing that exists in any dimension that is not conscious. Consciousness goes down to the very molecules and the atoms and the particles and the waves and the things that we cannot see all carry consciousness. And there are certain principles of consciousness that exist in all forms and levels of consciousness. The first is that consciousness sees its world, experiences its world from the center. So every point of consciousness, every unit of consciousness sees itself as the center of its world. Every unit of consciousness knows itself as itself. And get this, every unit of consciousness knows itself in relation to every other unit of consciousness and in addition is receptive to the states of all other levels of consciousness. Every unit of consciousness is connected to every other unit of consciousness and knows every other unit of consciousness and can know every other unit of consciousness from that unit of consciousness perspective. So these units of consciousness have available to them in any given moment infinite possibilities, infinite potentials, infinite probabilities, infinite, such that the consciousness decides for itself, the, conscious, the unit of consciousness has free will and is able to decide for itself which probability it chooses to embrace as its own. Out of infinite possibilities, the personality, if you, if you will, of this consciousness has narrowed it down, narrowed down this infinite number of possibilities into a certain number of probabilities. And it narrows it down based on its personality, if you will, its choices, its preferences. And of those probabilities, then, each unit of consciousness is able to choose which probability it wishes to experience. And there are a number of reasons for these choices. Now, these units of consciousness also form together, group together, to form patterns and to become larger gestalts of consciousness. So when I speak of our consciousness, I'm speaking of our greater consciousness, which includes so much more. You've seen the photo of a 
glacier just above the surface of the water. And then the photo extends way, way down below. And you see that the, the part of the glacier that you see is just the tip of the iceberg, so to speak. And underneath is this monolithic, massive, gargantuan mass of a glacier that we can't even see. That's similar to our consciousness. There's so much that we're not even familiar with. And there's reasons that we opt for one probability over another that may not be apparent to us in that portion of our consciousness, which we consider to be our daily awareness. So just know that at any given moment, infinite possibilities are present, infinite. And that based on our likes and our desires and our personalities, we narrow those possibilities down to a certain number of probabilities. And from those probabilities, we then choose the experience that we want to have. And how does this happen? Well, consciousness forms itself into electromagnetic units. It's energy. It's the energy that's all around us. And, and it's electromagnetic. And this is what forms particles into atoms into matter. It's done through the conscious choice of probability. And how do we choose then among different probabilities? Well, here's a really interesting thing. Part of this consciousness that lies beneath the water, if you want to refer back to that visual that I gave you of the, the iceberg, part of our consciousness that lies beneath the water is our dream state. And we are constantly working through the different available probabilities within the dream state. And then we choose the probability that will best allow us to fulfill our, our desire. And that's how we then create electromagnetic energy, which then creates events and matter. And that's the technical mechanism of how we create our own reality. Destination is beyond the veil. There are many ways to experience an expanded consciousness, and I provide several of them on my website as gifts to you. There you will find methods of going within, so to speak, including quantum coloring pages, guided meditations, and light entrainment videos. My website is designed to be a repository of learning, and I will continue to add tools to assist you in the worthwhile exploration of consciousness. These gifts from my website will propel you into lighter densities of consciousness. The more you use them, the more familiar these densities will be to you, and the easier it will be to return for experiences of healing and learning. Another way to actually experience an expanded consciousness is to schedule a guided quantum journeying experience with me. My goal is to propel you comfortably and safely into an understanding of the unknown so that you can quite successfully manifest perfect health and the joyful, fulfilling life you came here to live. Thanks for listening today and keep your eyes open for additional visual meditations. Also, you may want to check out my website at expandingconsciousness.info for additional tools to explore an expanded consciousness. For more information on the quantum journeying experience, contact me, quantum guide, Janie Bryson, at my website, expandingconsciousness.info, expandingconsciousness.info.